The unwritten rules of Facebook. It cut all of our ad costs by over 70%. How do you want to be able to take in all of this data that's around us? Some of these campaigns have done up to $20 million in sales. I think this is going to be the future for the next 10 years. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss, Heather Havenwood. Look, our whole world revolves around our iPhone, iPad, Droid. You know they say we look at our phones on average 150 times a day? And if you're a small business and want to actually grow, you need to reach people where they're looking at and listening the most, their smartphones. See, marketing via text messaging is a great way to start, and it's super easy. Just text the word START to 72000 to learn more about my friends at Mobit. They're marketing experts, and they will show you how to use text messaging for your business and to get more leads and convert them amazingly. Again, text the word START to 72000. Again, that's text the word START, S-T-A-R-T, to 72000. Hi, everyone. This is Heather Havenwood with The Win, and thank you for being here. So today I have someone on the line today. This is someone that I've actually hired. Like I am a client, and I've been on her podcast. I just think it's really interesting to be a client of somebody. And I say that in a loving way because I think there's so many interesting people out there, and we promote other people, and we're friends with them. But sometimes when you're a client, like when you purchase their products, it goes to another level. So I want to introduce you today to Lorraine. Lorraine, are you here? I am. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So today, this is Lorraine White. She's a life strategist and intuitive. Her passion lies in helping people to connect with their soul in order to find clarity and direction in life. Lorraine takes her clients on a journey of spiritual exploration and self-discovery, working with numerology, NLP, chakra wisdom, and meditative techniques. Lorraine works well with people who are at crossroads in their career, work, business, or relationships areas, or just overall in their lives. It is at this point when we are stuck that we may need to be reminded of who we are in order to see our way forward. And she's currently writing her first book, and she is the podcaster host of her online radio show, Unlock Your Soul, which I was a guest on. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. And so I just, I want to kind of tap into this a little bit. And we, I want to go down the road, like people thinking, you know, why did I hire someone who does numerology, NLP, and chakra wisdom? When I was being interviewed of your show, yeah. and, you know, I think that we're always a crossroads. I think entrepreneurs are never in that place of like, everything's just perfect. You know, yeah, we're always yeah. at the crossroads of what's next, what's next, what's next. And I love that you talk about the what's stuck. So who are your clients? Who do you see? Who do you find are the people that say, Lorraine, help me? I tend to attract people who are what I call service souls, people who want to serve in some way. They tend to be coaches, healers, counselors, experts of some kind within the personal development and spiritual development arena. And they usually come to me because it's almost like they have got to a point in their career where they have done what they can and followed the conventional means, let's say. And now they want to do something which is more authentic, show up in a more authentic way. And the issue with that for a lot of people is that they don't always 
know what their gifts are, that they're hidden, because we all have hidden gifts, as we say. And there's always more to us than meets the eye. And the people who come to me, it's like they want to discover that hidden stuff, let's say. But it's yeah. really true. When I had my reading, as excuse the word reading for just a second, I mean, there was a lot of different things that happened inside the conversation is yeah. I remember one of the main things you said, and this was at a time a couple of months ago at this point, and I mm. had not decided yet if I was going to do my own podcast. Yeah. And you were over there like, yes, you should, you should. <laughs> and I'm like, but, but, but you should, you know, and it's just that, like, I don't know you, you're a stranger. You're on the other side of the pond. And yeah. here you are going, okay, you know, sister to sister. Yes. There's like, there is a, an element from a higher self, a spirituality combination, all your amazing techniques that you use of saying yes. And there was the piece of me that walked away from that going, okay, you know, because there's this intuitive piece that kind of taps you on their shoulder. But for yeah. some reason, when a stranger that you pay <laughs> says yes, you're like, okay, <laughs> right? Yes. And I think yeah. that's really important. So what are some things that you've helped some people through without giving like away names and things like that. What are some main like stories that you've really helped people move past that line for themselves? Yeah. The common thing for all of my clients has been the stuckness. And it's not stuck as in stuck for years. It's more like, you know, stuck for months, let's say. Right. So they've come to a point where they just don't know what else to do in their business. And I've also had people who've come to me who have been working in the corporate world and have this urge to do something, but not sure how and not sure, you know, why, and they want to understand why they're feeling this as well. Like I had one particular client who was working in the corporate world, very kind of suppressed, let's say. She had so much to give and there wasn't an opportunity to express herself within that corporate environment. And so after a reading with me, she actually managed to leave her job and then go off and do her own business. And she's a coach now and she works for corporate companies, actually. But she's an amazing coach. And I saw that in her reading when I did it. Mm -hmm. I just saw that she needs to be out there serving, you know, and now is the time for her to do that. Well, I love what you're talking about. So let's explain to people because this podcast is about winning, right? Winning in life, yeah. winning in your relationships, winning in money, winning again. And I think that in our society, we're taught not to win. And you talk yeah. about in your bio about clarity. And I always talk about to clients out there that clarity is power mm -hmm. and confidence and clarity. I think are the two missing elements of entrepreneurs to get yes. out there and go to the next step for themselves, including me. Sometimes I just like, I didn't have the confidence to do the podcast. I didn't have the clarity. What do I do? Ah, there's a lot of swirling. So what are the techniques that you're using? I'm using the words numerology, NLP, chakra, wisdom, meditative techniques. What are these techniques? Can you tell us more about them? Okay. Well, I use a number of techniques right. and I must say the techniques does depend on the person because someone may come to me today and I do something with them and then someone else comes to me tomorrow and I don't do the same thing. It's very customized, if you like. But I do things when I do the reading, I pick up on blockages because a lot of time, as I said, they come to me, they're stuck. And the blockages that I tend to pick up on are blockages aligned with the chakra system. That's how I read people. I read the energy. So I'm able to see where in their life that they're stuck. Do you want me to go through the chakra system for your listeners just in case they don't understand the system? Yeah, but I think a lot of people don't. Or they, they are they're like, oh, that chakra woo woo thing, you know, like, yes. how, what does that have to do with me? I need to learn how to do Facebook ads. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. 
like that's how entrepreneurs think forget that chakra thing how do i do facebook ads so yeah talk us through it okay so we have got seven chakras that we have got seven known chakras there's about 13 really but i'm going to focus on the seven and they are energy centers that go from your root chakra which is the where your bottom is let's say right up until your crown chakra which is at the top of your head and these energy centers it's almost like they vibrate information emit information let's say that are about your life okay so the root chakra is concerned with survival and then you if you go upwards you've got your sacral chakra which is concerned with balance and honoring yourself respecting yourself and then you've got solar plexus which is your where your stomach is and it's about having the courage to step out and be who you are let's say and then you've got your heart chakra which is concerned with love your throat chakra, which is concerned with speaking your truth. And then your third eye, which is just between your eyes, which is all about your intuition and clarity. That's where that is. And then on the top of your head, you've got your crown chakra, which is all about freedom and feeling free to kind of go out and do what you are called to do. Now, with these seven energy centers, when somebody comes to me, I just feel the energy. It's like the specific chakra kind of shouts out at me and says, this is where we're stuck. (laughs) And so, for instance, if somebody comes along and they have got no time for anything, they're very like a workaholic or whatever, you know, it might be the sacral chakra that shouts out at me, which is the one just between your root chakra and your solar plexus, because that one is about balance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once I understand, let's go with that one as an example. So once I understand that there's an issue here with balance, the thing that then will come to mind for me will be discipline. And we will talk about, so, you know, are you disciplined? You know, what do you think? Mm -hmm. What does discipline mean to you? Let's say it's difficult for me to explain because I tell you why, because when I have a person in Mm -hmm. front of me, it's like I'm feeling the energy. Right, right. (laughs) Don't read me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't read me. That'll be like an open book or reading. No, we understand. I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with what you're looking for is someone's balanced discipline. And it's like what they need to work on. Because I think that what happens in the entrepreneur world, I know it does in the online community world. It's all about what resource, what seminar you can go to, what information product you can do. And people are coming at you. And I just had a conversation earlier today with one of my clients and she was saying something about, well, they say that 20% is bad. You know what, what we're talking about. And I'm like, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> Who's they out there? Well, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so, one person or something. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, you know, and they're in a different niche. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm giving you permission that they're probably incorrect. Or maybe yeah. how about you find your own number? And in business, there is no standard. You know, there isn't. I mean, there might be, but not really. It's just a way for you to measure yourself to see what's next and gets better. But I think what happens in an entrepreneurial world is they get further and further away from their spiritual exploration, their self-discovery, and their intuition. And I've learned that, and I'm not, I don't consider myself a woo-woo person. I don't. But I find that the more I'm tapping into that higher self and listening to that and yes. less of the Facebook noise, <laughs> yes. the more things like just go. Even mm-hmm. after I said, okay, I'm doing this podcast. All right. I think it was after, it was soon after we had the conversation. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but 
I'm doing it. It's supposed to happen. We're just yes. going to go with it. Don't wait for perfect. Things started to kind of just show up. The person for editing, like, just popped wow. up. And then the name, like, showed up. And then the social media person, Angela, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you. And then da, da, da. it's like all of a sudden, oh, 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 sure. Oh, and then, you know, here's like five people that want to be interviewed. I'm like, oh, well, that was easy. You know, it's not about being all woo woo necessarily. And like no. what I call putting your head in the clouds. It's really about tapping into that piece of you that's saying, hey, this is the best way to go for you know, for life and business and money. Yes. Would you say that's true? Or Definitely. We always have the answers. And I always say, especially doing this numerology work that I do, it's almost like there is a plan for all of us. And we, it's about tapping into that plan, which is within us, which is within our soul, which is, you know, just tapping to your heart center. That's where your soul is, if you want to get kind of technical. But we always know what is good for us. And it's our issues that actually get in the way of that, you know. So I always spot, as I said, the blockages because it's like I can see past the blockages that we have to get rid of the blockages before that person can really connect with their soul, you know, and they know what to do for themselves. So because, let, um, yeah. Let me ask you, we got you a couple things. So yeah. in just a minute, I'm going to ask you how in the world you got to this place. Cause I'm sure you didn't wake up when you were two years old and like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm sure you had your own life journey. But before I get to that, yeah. I also, I want to ask you about your experience as clients, as well as yourself around the area of money. Right. Yes. So I think that I was told this a long time ago that you can't have money when you despise it. Yeah. And I find that interesting, you know, and I'm generalizing here, but in the world of artistry or artists, there's this element of like, I don't want to ask for the sale. I don't want to yeah. go for it. I don't want to bother people. I don't want all these things, especially in the email marketing world. Like, oh, I only email my list <laughs> once a week. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is what I say to that. I always say, okay, turn on Fox News. And then they're going to tell you they're only going to give you advertising on Monday. Yeah. It's never going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in a business, you have to ask for the sale and ask for the sale and ask for the sale. So mm. In your experience of working with clients and entrepreneurs specifically around the area of money yeah, and then the numerology and NLP and the chakra, what's your experience and how can you help us? Okay, so people who come to me, the issue around money is always around worthiness and mm. feeling that you're worth that money that you're asking for. I do find that a lot of the people that do come to me are people who are going into like a second career. And so the money thing comes up because they don't feel worthy of that money because they feel they haven't got the experience or, you know, they haven't got, you know, they haven't been working in this field for very long or, you know, those issues come up. But the difference now, for me, what I see is that that worthiness, mm -hmm. we're born with that because when these people that come to me and it's their second career, it's almost like it's not really their second career, it's who they are. Right, so, right. Like the yeah. first career was like, you know, it was like the preliminary. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. That was their exactly. testing. And so it's about helping them to understand this is mm -hmm. who you are. You know, this is who you are. So, of course, you're worthy of this, you know, because you are born to do this work, you know, and mm -hmm. what you're going to be offering people is what you're supposed to be offering people. You know, this is your value, you know. Where in the world of your the worthiness? So let's go with that a little bit. Go down that mm. road. Because when you said that, first of all, I was shocked. I'm like, oh, of course. Right. I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah. If you had to pinpoint the chakra that that's placed in, can you pinpoint one? Yeah. With 
well, there are two actually. And for some people, it shouts out more than the other. So we've got the heart chakra Mm -hmm. and we have got the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra, as I said before, is about balance and discipline, but it's also about self-respect and honoring yourself. Okay. And then we've got the heart chakra, which is about love, but it's about loving who you are. So unconditionally. So when the money thing creeps in, it's almost like you love yourself unconditionally to the point where the money isn't really, it doesn't come into the equation. It's just like a byproduct of that unconditional love, if that makes sense. And the sacral chakra is about, you know, saying to yourself, okay, I'm worth this. You know, I respect myself. I am worth this. This is my time, you know? So when people come to you and say, okay, I'm having a hard time making money in my business, right? I have this thing of this product service and like, why am I not making calls? Why am I, you know, why is my income not what other person's is? I mean, I'm sure that comes up a lot. Is this something that that particular challenge they bring to you? to like move through how can working with someone like you really explode that piece of them to say okay move them into that flow of money Mm, okay well this is also root chakra stuff as well interesting Um, why do i keep asking that (laughs) yes i just think that people are wanting that information right so that's why i'm asking yeah, this is also root chakra stuff because root chakra is also about resources and being able to find that resource so that you can survive and look after yourself. And a lot of time when they come to me and they say that, you know, why me? Why am I not making money? A lot of the time it's because they haven't really explored all of their resources. Um, and this is what I work with them on. When I do the reading, I'm able to see where their resources are. And so, for instance, I may have somebody who comes to me and they are this is just off the top of my head someone who might be a writer for instance and Mm -hmm. you know all they know about is writing but they haven't got any idea in terms of how they can make any money doing that and so I will look into I'll go into the root chakra and I'll also use the reading as well but I will look for other ways and I just channel that as well so I'll find other ways so they might mean that they are also good at helping other people to write showing how other teaching you know that might be another resource that they can use which is going to bring in money or they might you know depending on what they're writing about it might be a case of going out and you know, finding an online magazine or something that they can contribute to that's going to, you know, bring in some money of some kind. Yeah, it depends on the person and what they've got to give. But we all have those hidden resources. We all do. Mm-hmm. We don't tap into a lot of them a lot of the time. A lot of the time it is unconventional, you know, and the work that I do is unconventional. So. Yeah, you know what's great about your work that I want to, you know, really share with the audience is that when I worked with, when I was interviewed by you, you know, I've known a lot of people in my life that I would call are really intuitives and, and woo-woo people. And I love them, okay? Yeah. But I always find most of them are like, they're way out there. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? I'm like, come on back to reality <laughs> in a loving way. So yes. for you, I feel like you're like bridging both sides. And yes. when you're communicating from that place, you're bringing it back to a reality, not just yes. do what you love, you know, and yes. like, okay, well, I love to smell flowers all day. Do that. You know, that's not gonna bring in the income. Okay. I'm kind of this I guess uh, some people call me negative because I'm against the whole like, do your passion, do your passion, do your passion. Mm. And the re- because there's a difference between passion and doing what you're called to do. I think there's a difference. Yeah. So for me, like I love to work out. 
I do. I love to work out, but, and, and it's a passion of mine and it's kind of a hobby of mine as well. Mm. I spend a lot of money on it, but I like, I have no desire to train you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Or to train other people or become a sit in the gym all day. You know, so there's a difference between passion and what you're good at. Some people are passionate about airplanes, but they yeah. are not very good pilots. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between passionate about something and a hobby and then something that you're like really good at. And yes. usually what I find and tell me what your experience is, is the thing that you're good at is the thing that challenges you the most. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like for me, the podcasting getting out there, it's like, I mean, someone told me, I think it was like five or six years ago that I should be doing something like this. Yeah. And I tried it. I tried 2013 and started a podcast and I failed miserably. You can go out there at Sexy Boss. This is a Sexy Boss podcast and there's like four episodes. I don't even know if they work. Like it's, I just failed. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know, and then I'm redoing it again because I really know that that's what I need to be doing and helping other people. So mm. let me ask you this, Lorraine. I'm mm. sure one day you didn't wake up and go, ta-da, this is it. So <laughs> what was your story? How did you get here? Right. How long have you got? Yeah. <laughs> right. We got two minutes. No, I'm kidding. But what, what was your okay. journey? Did you start um, in corporate world? I mean, tell me your experience. Yes. My background is corporate. I started off in human resources. I worked in human resources for 15 years and then I had my own recruitment business working with people, working in the public relations industry in London. So I would recruit and headhunt senior PR professionals for agencies in central London. As I was doing that, I because I had that background in HR, I had this understanding of people and this emotional intelligence, I would say, that I have when working with people, which is I have developed in my over the course of my career. So after having my business, everything kind of fell apart for me about eight years ago when I got divorced and my business went pear-shaped and everything. And I basically lost everything overnight, let's say. But it was a wake-up call for me because I went on a journey myself of spiritual exploration, let's say, really looking at having coaching, counseling, various therapies I tried as well, just to really understand myself and why this had happened to me. And what I discovered is that I had kind of been living a bit of a lie <laughs> in that I was doing the work that everyone had expected of me because I grew up in a family whereby they, I was seen as the academic one. And so I had to, you know, live up. To, I felt I had to live up to that expectation. And so after doing all this work on myself, I realized, well, no, this isn't me and this isn't what I wanted. And, you know, the marriage breakdown and everything that really brought that home because that wasn't true for me either. And so I had no choice really but to move forward doing what felt right for me, connecting to my soul. And I ended up doing this work because I've always been interested in numerology, in the tarot, in spirituality, and, you know, as a young person growing up, but it was something that I just kind of never really entertained because it wasn't seen as professional, let's say. And so it just felt right at that time to move forward with this. And because I'd gone through that journey, I was then able to connect with other people who are going through that journey now. You know, it's just something I just connect now. I understand what the pressures are in terms of really being yourself and mm -hmm. connecting to your soul. You know, I understand what prevents you from doing that. And I understand what you need to do in order to overcome 
those obstacles that stand in your way. And I think that's really imperative that a spiritual teacher, I think any teacher, coach, teacher, advisor, mentor has been down the road that you're seeking help on at yeah. some level. And I think that's something I think for myself when I was in the seminar industry from 2001 through 2007 and possibly going back into, I looked at some of the people I knew weren't walking their talk. It's like, do yes. what I say, not what I do. And that bothered me. It was just yeah. like, because I knew, I mean, not very people knew, like the audience said no, but I knew, I knew behind the scenes, I saw what they were really like, I saw their yes. real bank accounts, and I'm like, how does it, that's hard for me. So I just love the fact that you're so congruent and in full of alignment and integrity, and entrepreneurs, I feel it's a higher calling. I yes. do believe that. I really feel that entrepreneurs, true entrepreneurs, not like I want to have my own thing going on just because I want to have my own thing going on because I don't like you. It's yeah. more like truly I'm an entrepreneur at heart. It's who I am. And every yeah. single time that I went back to corporate world, which there are a couple of times in my life I did, I got spit out like literally yes. <laughs> I got fired every single time. And it was yes. always out of like, we like you but you just don't fit here, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I know. And they'd always like, you know, hug me and give me my box and be like, you need to go do your own thing. And they'd always say that, like in this loving, like, you just don't fit here. <laughs> and it took me a while to be like, oh, I'm unemployable. Okay, <laughs> I get it. All right, yeah. moving on. And the moment that you get this is who you are, it doesn't make it so weird anymore. Exactly. You know, and I think yeah. that's something that you helped me on. And of course, oh, the mentors good. along the way. Yeah, you definitely helped me. And, and I remember when I hired you. Yeah. I mean, you interviewed me. But then I after that, I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk anymore. Because I don't want to add anything. I really want that reading to be like clean, you know? Yes. And don't look at my website. And don't do this. Don't, don't look at anything. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> like, let's get on the phone and do this. And I hire you. And then when I started the podcast, I was sharing about hiring you and yeah. that so many times when we're in this world of entrepreneurship, you really get to know someone when you hire them. Yes. Right. It's a different world because you see their podcast or you see their Facebook page or you see their website. And then when you go through their process, mm. it's like, whoa, wow, I can yeah. really talk about who you are, because I experienced it. Like, I'm on the other side of that. I'm a client. So, so thank how, you. Yeah, no, I love it. And I highly suggest every entrepreneur to reach out to you and to get. Thank I, you. Do you call it a reading? Would you say that right? Get a reading? It is a reading. Yeah, okay. it is a reading. But it's more I, than I, that. I, it's so more it than is, that. It but is more. I, would, call I, I it, would stress as well that it's not, when I say it's a reading, it's not a psychic reading, although yeah. I do have that ability, but it is more than that. It's more about helping the person to really understand themselves. It's like, and, it, here's what I would describe it being a client. I would say, she says to you what you already know, but you won't say yourself. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, or like, you know, your sister wants to tell you, but like, you don't want to hear it. Or your yeah. mom or your parent, you're like, shut up, I don't want to hear it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. she says it, you're like, and I just paid her to say that. <laughs> ah, right. So how could people get a hold of you to take this first step and unlock their soul? 
I have a website called lifestrategist.co.uk and they can contact me via the website. I've just launched a new site so you can actually contact me. You can even schedule a free consultation. I do a free 15-minute consultation in which I will have a glimpse at your soul contract and I will, you know, we can talk and see if we gel and, you know, I can find out as well how you, what it is that you are looking for. Yeah, it's a great thing to, it's a great place to start if you want to get hold of me. Or listen to her podcast and unlock your soul. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a podcast on Blood Talk Radio called Unlock Your Soul. So you can listen to that. It's going to be starting up again in, in the next couple of weeks. And it will be every other week on a Thursday at 8 p.m. GMT. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being on here, Lorraine. Thank you for being an amazing space for me and just doing my reading and being awesome. So you can go check her out at lifestrategist.co.uk. We'll have the link as well in the notes. And any last words, Lorraine, that you can say to people or maybe a little tip? I would love to say to you, thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure speaking to you this evening. And just to everyone else out there who are listening, you know, I think the way forward for all of us is to be able to connect with our inner selves, our soul, in order to move on and to create a life that is more joyful and satisfying. That is the route, I think, for many of us. So please do not hesitate to contact me if you're interested to know more. Awesome. Thank you so much. And this is The Win with Heather Havenwood. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. For outside the USA, text sexy to plus one three two three four five seven double two double eight. Text sexy to plus one three two three four five seven double two double eight. Long distance charges may apply. Heather wants to hear from you. Questions you want answered on the show. Comments. Interview requests. Email media at sexybossinc.com or leave a private voicemail. 51 Boss is me. Again, the number is 512-677-4763. Check out all of Heather's sites. Heatherhavenwood.com Sexybossinc.com E2Lab.com DatingTriggers.com This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.